Welcome to Pod Watcher, the official podcast of Watcher Entertainment. Uh, I'm Ryan Bergara. I'm Stephen Lim. And I'm Shane Day. And this is a show where we chat about whatever's on our minds every week. This week we dive into uh, movie scenes that traumatize me. Sparkling water. Magic. Oh, fuck yeah, magic. Hell magic. Yeah. That's like the first time I've heard you share a topic that's kind of interesting. Well, <laughs> I don't know about that. But I'm... At the top, at the top. I mean, before it was like, uh, trade tomatoes and, you know. Like, uh... You could argue that Shane's topics have Well, I'll do my Lazy been... Acres check-in before. Okay, like, that's fair true. Enough. Fair enough. You could argue that Shane's topics have been the most interesting. They, they have been, but they, they, they start like... off as a seed. But they're so mundane, it's almost playing like an improv exercise. That's why I like the last title, which was, was a nose apple no soap apple. No soap. Oh no way! And well, we've yeah. that's way in the past now because this is how many episodes in the future? Well, no soap apple went up this week. That was yeah. a banger. And uh, I I thought it would be. I, I imagine people clicked on it just because they were like, uh, let's see how they mad lib these things in. Yeah, it sounds like a K-pop song. There's a there is a K-pop song called like Nose Lips Mouth or something. Is it a song about plastic surgery or something? No, it's a no. It's about like. The beauty of the face, I think. The beauty of the face. I don't know. Ask, I can't. I don't understand Korean, so I just, it's just, what's the song? Nose, lips, and mouth. That's a little redundant because lips are oh, mouth. Nose, lips, eyes. I got to get this right. I'm, wait, eyes, nose, lips. Eyes, That's the nose, name of the song. Lips. That's a face, yeah. Yep. Yep. Is there like, do they, are they singing about what they like about each of them? This is from is... Young, who is from the very... Can you just read the chorus of the song? Well, it's, yeah. it's in Korean, so I don't... Well, there's got to be an English translation. Yeah, English translation. Okay, okay, let's see. English translation. I don't know. I just, I like to enjoy... Oh, here we go. Okay. Don't be sorry. That makes me more pitiful. Okay. <laughs> With okay. your pretty red lips. Hmm. Please hurry. <laughs> Kill me and go. I'm all Some right. <laughs> weird incel vibes here. <laughs> I don't like me. this at all. Look at me one last time. Smile like nothing's wrong. Is this the right song? It is. It, it really like, is. Yeah, yeah. And then the chorus, playlist? the chorus. Your eyes, nose, lips, your touch that used to touch me. To the ends of your fingertips, I can still feel you. But like a burnt out flame, burnt and destroyed all of our love, it hurts so much. Oh, yeah. You know, break, call breakups you memory. are tough. You know? sexy stuff. Breakups are very tough. Your life me... goes on, though. I, I was very sad after a breakup, but my life went on. It did. Know? It did. And, but it and... does feel like the end of the world. That's actually one thing Shane told me when I was going through my breakup that I haven't really forgot. It did. It did help quite a bit. He had mentioned that when people go through breakups in that time, it does feel like it is at the center of the universe. And re- in reality, it doesn't really matter that much in the grand scheme. <laughs> I mean, of it's one of those things where you can't, yeah, you go through those phases where you simply can't imagine ever yeah. <laughs> not Loving feeling horrible. Again. And then eventually. Uh, it was very helpful because yeah. I was pretty down during that time. Uh, but I, we've never actually mentioned this in any media that we've done. But what? Shane has a very, it's funny to me now. And look, it's. And we both find it funny. Don't get angry at Shane. I think it's very funny. There's a photo of me. <laughs> There's a photo of me in Savannah, Georgia. We were filming an Unsolved episode. At the time, I was very depressed. And I was going through this breakup. You could actually see it in those Unsolved episodes. I had lost, I want to say, 20 pounds. Yeah. Like, because I was just, I was unable to eat. I was just not, I had no appetite. And there's a photo that Shane took of me standing on the street with TJ Marchbank. And to be clear, when I took the photo, I was just like, hey, guys, it was just. Hey, look over here, kind of thing. Yeah. And then I looked at the photo and I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and you could see in my face, I'm just not having a good time. Photo? And yeah, look, I, I get that it. this is like. You know, a weird thing to think is very funny. I think it's funny, but... Uh, well, in retrospect, we can laugh. Yeah, in retrospect, Especially because, you know, it was a great time for TJ, because he had just started wearing hair gel. That's correct. TJ had never <laughs> understood how to do his hair or use gel, and so I guess we <laughs> taught him how to do his hair. So he's looking, he's like looking like Mr. Cool over there, and, and you're then, looking like Mr. Real... I, I look like a husk of a human. Well, you're going through the um, you're going through the motions of you're smiling. Yeah, I remember just before this picture, I had run like five miles. So to the naked eye, it's like there's two guys. Let me zoom in on Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> just oh, no. the saddest man on earth. <laughs> <laughs> it was not a good time, that but a very funny memory. Anyways, uh, it was probably around that time that Shane told me that that uh that line about a breakup. So if you're going through a breakup, a breakup, you don't have to write ears, nose, lips, or whatever the hell that was. Yeah, yeah. 
Or if you're going through I mean, a I breakup, could... then enjoy, dig in. Uh, yeah, that's true. I guess you could write that song. Yeah, hey, do whatever you need to do, I suppose. Yeah. But focus on yourself, you know? Learn, <laughs> learn some skills. What, what is this, an advice podcast? What's going on here? Fuck. Fuck. Oh, no, oh. not again. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> My, we never addressed that. This is like, what, the fifth episode of this podcast? We did an advice podcast before I this. I think we mentioned it. Well, it was mentioned. Long yeah. story short, we I've weren't. cut every, every reference of it <laughs> <laughs> We weren't good at it. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Uh, whose topic should we dive into first here? <laughs> I mean, you're in the All middle. You should go first. Sure, sure. I'll go first. Sparkling water. Ooh. How are we gonna make this weird? It's not weird. What's what's? Why your... do you think everything I say is gonna be weird? Well, because you have an, a talent. Like I think it's a talent for making mundane things gift. very weird. It's called the funny bone, and I have many of them. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. But off this, to a good start. But this topic it. is not about. It's not funny. It's no, just it's a topic. about sparkling water. It's sparkling about sparkling water. water. And isn't it? fashionable it's, these days it's great so yeah. let's just talk about my history with sparkling water move to la 2015 mm-hmm. show up at buzzfeed <laughs> and what's that in the and fridge i see all these little green bottles and i'm like oh sprite baby let's get into this and then we drink it and it's just flat <laughs> no it's not flat it's, it's it tasteless sprite, sprite. green it's can that's sprite. tasteless sprite it sucks are you talking about the talking rain because that was, was what BuzzFeed talking had. Rain? Talking Rain. Yes. Back in the day. Does that brand still exist? I don't think they exist. Though. I think LaCroix yeah. probably. It's a pretty fucking cool ass name, though. Yes. It sounds like the name of a great record. Talking Rain. Talking Rain. Chocolate. Oh, good. Chocolate Rain. Yeah, I know. Oh. He was playing that. my funny bone there. Uh, nice. doing it a little bit. Yeah. Get that bone. Um, Get that bone, boys. Anyway, move on. I'm, this is like for your amusement, but my history of LaCroix. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just. I watched your uh, podcast this morning the, with the Funkland oh, yeah. pod. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That check it out if you haven't checked it. Out. <laughs> Anyways, Space Mountain. Well, it's funny because Ryan came into this morning and was like, "I want to talk about theme parks." Was like, you mean your entirely other podcast? I, I want to talk about why I like them, but we won't do that today because okay. I don't actually ever talk about why I like them. On yeah, the we podcast. could do that in a in a broad sense. That would be interesting, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but probably we should bring Byron on for that one. I just for realized. sure. Bye bye. Anyway, uh, bye bye man. Bye bye man. Bye bye man. <laughs> Lacroix, twenty fifteen, and I honestly twenty fifteen to twenty eighteen just ignored it. Ignored that stupid tasteless sprite in the Wait, fridge. you had one sip well, of it and you were done for three years. I know, yes, I know you're still in history mode here, but I want to go even further back. Yeah, you keep deeper. referencing Let's... sprite. Oh god, I what's love your sprite. relationship with pop? <sighs> love. Soda, pop, and soda, both of Did them. Did you call it pop growing up? Well, I grew up in Ohio and Alabama. Yeah. and So in Alabama, they call it a Coke? They call it soda. Soda. And in Ohio, they call it pop. <laughs> it's getting a little too. Pop, pop. <laughs> uh, and I got, God, Sprite is one of the best. Sprite, Mountain Dew. I'll put, I'll, I'll put this out there to you. What? Sprite versus 7-Up. We haven't done top five Seven sodas in top what? five beatdown yet. How have we not done that? Sodas? I don't know. Yeah, that's a that's. How the fuck have we not done that? That seems crazy that we haven't that's done crazy. that. Top five sodas. Yeah, that'd be fun. Top top pops. Are you a top of the pops? Top five pops. Yeah. Sprite guy. I'm a seven up guy through oh, and through. Hell no. Because so, Sprite's too sweet for me. Oh, that's, I love that sweet. Uh, baby. I know that's silly. I think I like Sprite a little water. bit more than Seven Up. Is that so? Yeah, yeah I think so. This is crazy. That could me. have been partially because it was marketed to me quite a bit. It really was. As well, an NBA fan, they it's a big part, or it used to be a big partner of the NBA. You guys know what I like. I think we've covered this. You what? know what I like even more than both of those. Squirt. Mm. Squirt? You yeah. do like to squirt. Yeah, I'm a squirter. <laughs> you could have said squirtle. But you He's a Pokemon. The... <laughs> and squirter? Squirter. Yeah, he's my a... favorite Pokemon. Squirter. Squirter. <laughs> that was V1 um, Squirtle. Did you drink a lot of soda growing up? I did. Oh, man. I, I was reflecting I on this the other day. I had a lot of um, Pepsi growing up. And then around fifth grade, I switched to Coca-Cola. Oh, Coke. Had a lot of Coca-Cola, like Diet my Coke. first year of college. And I was like, eh, that's enough. I can't remember the last time I had a full soda. There was a time when soda became in the limelight because it was so unhealthy. And I think that's when I just stopped. And a lot of the world just stopped around that time. Yeah, the that's sales on soda got to be pretty pretty down these days, I would guess. It's crazy to me that soda is pretty much, it's it's worse for you than like a beer. 
That is, scans. It's got a bunch of sugar it in it, which is Wait, insane. No, it's not. When you no, think it's no, got to be, no, it's no, not. It, it, calories, carbs, and and sugar and sugar. Beer Fru- has literal high fructose corn syrup, man. Elements, yeah, but, but the alcohol won't like actually like. No, it does erode. You. That's God, man. God made beer. You know, he make <laughs> he make little plants. I could drink a delicious like low low calorie beer. For like ninety calories and like three carbs, or I could drink a, a Coca Cola and have like three hundred and sixty calories. I'm, I'm gonna look it up right now. What's worse? It'd be interesting it is, to see you if can't the Google it. It's gonna it's, calories. The scientists tell you calories, carbs, and sugar versus just alcohol. I'd be curious who wins the battle and which one's worse for you. I think both are fine as long as they're in moderation. Glyce now what they're focusing on here is the glycemic index, and I don't know what that means. What is like that? glycose? Yeah. What is glycose? It's sugar. Glucose. Oh, oh, yeah, glucose, yeah. What the hell is glycose? Glycemic. This is where the major difference comes in. Coke has a glycemic index of around 90, whereas beer has a glycemic index of less than 15. Do you want a bat? Which means from an insulin resistance point of view, beer is much, much better. Yeah, I think sugar, that amount of sugar per day. Well, so if you're diabetic. I say this as someone who doesn't monitor their sugar intake at all because I don't actually... I don't I like, feel like sweets. I don't take a lot in, uh, but sugar, sugar, bad, right? Uh, bad. Well, you and I aren't really moderation. sweets, guys. Like, no, we're, we're more, not sweets, guys. We're more savory boys. God, so I love pretzels. Cookie. No, yeah, cookies you know, are great. Or popcorn. Mm, num, 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 num. Mm. Popcorn. Yeah, popcorn's <laughs> great. I don't really like sweets. Soda. Okay. So, 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 so you get to BuzzFeed. Twenty fifteen. BuzzFeed. Are you drinking soda before you get to BuzzFeed? Yes. Oh. Oh no, Diet Coke. Diet I'm Coke. a dime a Diet Coke fiend. Oh, like and Trump. Who is it? Damn it! <laughs> no, you gotta, you gotta. I mean, does he have like you have five a day too? Uh, like four. <laughs> so here's the thing. Here's what I okay, to the point of sparkling water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't it funny? Yeah. How exposure to something makes you like it more? Like just like pure exposure. Because I have been just. Slapped in the face with sparkling water here in LA for eight years. Well, it's familiarity. And it's finally, a- two years ago, I just was, I gave in and I was yeah. like, I guess I'll drink more. And then the more I drank, the better it got. And then now I'm obsessed. Well, wow. Okay. Yeah, I could tell. In fact, <laughs> can I even say this? Yeah, sure. sure. I invested it. in a sparkling water company. Which one? Arc? Sanzo. Okay. I have an arc at home. Sanzo? Honestly, I'm an investor in Sanzo, water. baby. Sanzo's an Asian American uh, brand. They got lychee. They oh, got so a, it's a bottled. No, I have, can, can. I have, I have a, a machine at home. You got the Ark. I got the Ark. We borrowed that A-A-R-K-E. for this K-E. Yeah, he's obsessed with uh, sparkling water. You I make it all day long. I don't buy sparkling water ever anymore. Sparkling water is going to be one of those things in like ten years. We find out it like destroys your insides Dude, or something. I've heard it might it be might. bad for your bones. I heard I, it's bad for your teeth. Uh, no. There's got to be some. The enamel. The enamel. There's got to be a catch to it. It can't just be like, well, there's no sugar. It's just carbonated water. But it can't be worse than soda, right? Because soda has no, of the carbonation not. and the sugar. But if you're ingesting like three carbonated water beverages every day, I can't imagine that's like your body's like, hell yeah, feed me more. You know, yeah. when I first got my arc, uh, because I have I have the arc. You use the tank, yeah, and I go probably through a tank like every two to three months now, um, because yeah. I'm having you know maybe a sparkling water or two a day. Um, You're riding that arc all day, baby. Well, here's you got a regular thing. Noah over there. When I first got it a year or two ago, um, I didn't, I was going a little crazy with it and I was going through a tank every two weeks. Oh my God. Oh, shit, I was just drinking so much sparkling water and did you after, throw up? <laughs> no, I burped a lot. Your body composition must have well, been 97% <laughs> Arc. I was like Grandpa Joe farting. Oh, oh my god, man! <laughs> no, I, I um, water. After like a month or two of that, I was like, I have, I have just been sleeping horribly. I, I every night I would lay down to sleep and not sleep, and I'd be like, Why am I not sleeping? You're just well? so gassy, dude. <laughs> because I can't, my stomach would hurt. Sarah and then after a while, too. I was like, Wait a minute. Yeah, it's, I wonder if I I looked it up online. I was like, if you drink a gallon of sparkling water a day, is that bad? Like, especially like at 11 p.m., is that not good? Yeah, you fucking turned your body into like a bouncy castle every night. Sarah had to deflate your ass before before you went to sleep. Holy so shit! I, I I just I learned to to exercise some moderation there. 
That's probably for the best. All right, hang on a second. Uh, Before we move on, we're going to hear a word from our sponsor. Merry Balls Miss from our friends over at Manscaped. The holidays are approaching, but what if I told you that the celebrations are starting early this year? It turns out the perfect gift does exist. And who else to bring it down your chimney than the leaders in below the waist grooming? Keep calm and let your balls jingle this season with Manscaped's brand new Performance Package 5.0 Ultra. Featuring the new Lawnmower 5.0, watch all your wishes and mistletoe kisses come true. Look nice when you're going naughty by going to manscaped.com and use code WATCHER for 20% off, plus free shipping. Unwrap the gift of smoothness this season with Manscaped. You know the confidence you feel when you're wearing a suit? That look good, feel good energy? That's what you can expect with the Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra. My favorite feature is the skin safe tech. A lot of us would rather just not maintain than risk the dangers of a mishap. But the proprietary advanced skin safe technology makes that a thing of the past. Manscaped's Performance Package 5.0 Ultra is the ultimate bundle for the man who deserves it all. Included in this special sack is the Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra, the Weed Whacker 2.0 Ear and Nose Trimmer, Manscaped's liquid formulations, and two free gifts. Starting with Santa's number one helper, we have the Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra. This fifth generation trimmer features two next gen blade heads, a standard trimmer blade for taking a little off the top, and a new foil blade to go for that smooth finish wherever your heart desires. The Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra Body Trimmer and the Weed Whacker 2.0 Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer feature proprietary advanced skin safe technology to protect your delicate presence. Plus, both are waterproof, so there's no issue clearing the snow out of your driveway. Now that you've groomed the candy cane, it's time to make sure you don't smell like a reindeer with the Crop Soother, Aftershave Lotion, and Crop Preserver, Anti-Chafe Ball Deodorant. Once they touch your sack, you'll never go back. The gift of Manscaped doesn't stop there. This bundle comes with two free gifts, Manscaped's Boxers 2.0 Premium Underwear and the Shed 2.0 Toiletry Bag. Once you're done shaping up, it's only right you put your pants presents in the best wrapping at all, the Boxers 2.0. These are seriously the best boxers I've ever worn. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code WATCHER at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use code WATCHER. Manscaped, get your jingle balls ready for the holidays. Okay, we're back. Shane actually was telling me not to drink sparkling water before we walked out on stage for Ghost Files Live, and I didn't listen to him. And then I proceeded to burp through several sentences (laughs) on stage, like just powering through burps left and right. Uh, don't do it. it, it it's fascinating uh, to go on tour and and learn uh, what you can and can't do before a show. What was the What was the beverage that made you take a piss in the middle of the show? You didn't like pee on in stage. The show, um, you didn't pull a Justin I Bieber. I excused myself from the stage. Okay, got Wait, it. Wait, did Bieber pee on stage? I think he peed in a bucket. Okay, no way. And then like, did he just go back between songs and then pee in the bucket and then come back? There or? was some sort of pee buckets thing. I don't know. You can no. you, you don't quote me on that. But I I'm mean, well, sure. it, does, it makes sense because like Paul Pierce did that in the NBA. Uh, well, he playoffs. didn't. He he ran backstage. Back he up, pretended to hurt to his injure knee. his himself. You know, because he had to take a shit in the yeah. middle of a finals game. I think the show I peed during. I was just I had a bunch of coffee beforehand and water, and I was just like not in the mindset of like, oh, I have to be on stage in an hour or two. I don't know why that mm-hmm. was like. It conjured such a gross image. Like I had to pee really bad. All I drank was coffee and water. I'm just imagining, yeah, what that must have looked like. Do you, are you a big guy into like the color of your pee? No. Like, do you freak out over that? It's yeah, you know, it's either you know, because some people yellow. are like, "Look, my pee is clear now because I'm properly hydrated." How hydrated, you are, yeah. If it's like fairly yellow, are you alarmed? Like, is yeah, that like sir. a signal to be like, "I got to drink more water"? Yeah, now? Definitely, sure, sure. Stephen, how yellow is your pee? You know, I actually don't really. Okay. Huh. Well, okay. <laughs> what, what? I don't really look at my pee color that much, and how here's you, why. How do you not? Here's why. Do you pee blindfolded? <laughs> Is this part of magic? Because I sit down when I pee. Yeah, but you still and have to flush it. I flush it, but I'm not like I'm just like I pee, and then I close the lid and I and I flush it. You sit down when you pee. Hey, I'll tell you right <laughs> now. Tell you all. I think it's a European thing. So you know, call me uh, no European. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. No, but like I grew up in a house where my parents made us sit down. My mom made me sit down while I pee. Could you pee standing up? Wait, wait, I don't go know how. just back. Run that how. back. You said your mom made you sit down. <laughs> yes. How did she enforce that? Well, as a child, well, when you're you know, when you're body a, trained. And also, by the way, when did she stop? We that? should all pee sitting down. No. If everybody peed sitting down, we would have no messes. 
Well, I don't know about I'm you, but I, I'm a mess-free peer. I'm, some dudes I go Everybody into the bathroom and they're, they're, peer, they're must they're be dealing with a shotgun. They're, they're pissing out buckshot. It's yeah. just everywhere. It's disgusting. I, I will say, because I pee sitting down, I've never had to like worry about the mess. Yeah, but then you have to worry about sitting in the mess but now in a public part of bathroom. It, yeah. Because yeah. I have to wipe the, the toilet seat pretty rigorously before I sit down. I'm not like Howard Hughes level, but I'm like, I need to like, I need to put like a fucking, you know, like the weird yeah, like toilet bowl cover mess. things they have. Yeah, I used to make a little seat. And now I've gotten to the point in my life where, where you know, if it's if there's stuff on it, I'll wipe it down with a, a little wad of toilet paper. But I, I've come to realize in my life that the ass, that's what it's there for, to absorb that kind of stuff. You know, it's just these two big you know pancakes of fat and you don't got to worry about it so those are your, those are your piss pads then, yeah, basically, is what you're saying you know who cares if there's something on the seat i mean me. let it get on your ass are you worried about your you know yeah because then it gets in my clothes it gets in my underwear sure, it's not ideal i don't want pee stains on my ass to be that clear, i'm mine. not sitting on wet seats okay okay well i mean it sounded like you kind of i gotta say it sounded like you were sitting in that slick like a penguin i didn't share this with you but steven uh you know we went to vegas for the tour yeah. the last show vegas i have been to in a long time last time i was there was with you and keith um and what a trio and bwo uh but so i kind of forgot what, what vegas was like and when we got to the airport i was like of course slot machines at the airport a very gaudy airport i guess i expected because vegas is sort of like uh, you know tr- trying to cater and make a nice experience for you um i expected the bathrooms at the airport to be somewhat decent I think those were the most disgusting bathrooms I've ever seen in my yeah, life. Vegas people kind of throw all kind of caution <laughs> to the wind. Like, just the floors were covered in piss. Yeah. And yeah. you know those bathrooms where everybody's got to get on board with whatever technology they have that keeps the urinals like drained? Yeah. You've got those nice uh, pads in there with the pricklies that stop all the oh, splash you mean, back. Like, mm-hmm. Those are good. Yeah, those are good. Mm-hmm. Also like the, uh, what are they called? The... The toilet pucks, like the fucking the nice yeah, little yeah. urinal cakes. Urinal cakes. Yeah, do not eat. Um, but oh, thanks for the reminder. <laughs> that's what they say on. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Vegas had one of those situations where the urinals were essentially just buckets uh, filled to the brim with with yellow oh my piss. Gosh. Yeah, it's, it's like gross. how is this not being flushed? And then you flush it, and it just sort of like swirls a bit. It's also gross because when you pee on top of that, you might get some splash ricochet scenario onto you. <laughs> Anyway, this is, anyways, this is uh, great. Sparkling yeah, water. I, I, I hate, I hate <laughs> We're talking, talking about... rain. What's your favorite um, sparkling water? Top um, top one. Uh, I like okay, like brand or flavor. Uh, we'll say brand. It's Lacroix. Oh Jesus! It's got to be Lacroix. Well, number one. Yes. So if if you had all of them in the lineup and you, they all cost us the exact same, you would pick Lacroix. I think Lacroix does the best flavoring. Wow. I think so as well. I love. Hey, look, I love a liquid death. Liquid but death is also great. I'm not a big fan of liquid death. Not, is that sparkling? I like liquid yes. death. Yeah, well, they have regular, they have sparkling. Oh. LaCroix, I think, just really nails the balance of flavor. I love their citrusy flavor. So I like the lime. I like the tangerine. Yeah. Bubbly's Lime's probably good. a close second for me. I like bubbly. Bubbly's also good. Hate, oh, oh. I hate the Michael bubbly. Buble one. Is that actually? No, he was in his ad, the ads in the early days. Yeah, <laughs> that's really good. Yeah, that's yeah. really Good funny. for him. Well. Okay. Well, my, my, my number one is Sanzo. And it is partially Are because I'm, there, I'm in their pockets. Can you say, no, no, no. I have thoughts. Can you oh, say, oh, you got, oh, what do you got? Just, uh, no one's mentioned Topo Chico, and that Topo, is the best Oh, one my God. Oh, Topo is you know number what? two for me. I guess I for like some reason in my mind, Topo, Topo Chico like is in a class of its own. I wouldn't even compare I'll take that. it to LaCroix. Perrier is also really good, Is too, Topo better than LaCroix? I think Topo's better than LaCroix. Yeah, I think we were talking quality. I think the bottle does a lot of the heavy lifting. Well, it's there. also mineral. It it's like mineral water. So there's like a there's a there's a nice taste to it. Yeah, sparkling water. But I think I think the bigger thing I learned from this conversation is that acquired tastes are weird, man. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, we we like things for weird reasons. Like, for example, I like durian because I felt pressured to like it. Oh, but then God, I started liking it. The smell is too much. It I is too much. I but can't. when your whole family likes it and, and they're all eating it, you know, it's like, I'm like, all right, fine. It's, I'll it's like hard it for too. me to eat, like, smelly. I Then again, I make, I'm able to eat stinky tofu. Stinky tofu is, but that's also tough. Mm, I have to really plug one. my nose to go for it. Uh, it's like you and baseball. It took a while for me to acquire the taste for baseball. It's like you correct. and Lazy Acres. 
Well, I don't even know if he's acquired that taste. It seems like he's still in acquisition mode. They, they. What happened today? You were late do, this do morning. To, yeah, I was. Because of you want to get into it now? I do. Yeah, I want to sure, hear let's about get this. Into it. I don't okay. know why you keep going back to this abusive relationship. <laughs> well, okay. I have a lot to say. Oh, my God, dude. Uh-oh. I went there earlier this week, and I got a green juice, and it was really, really bad. Oh, no. It was a really bad green juice. This, These are the ones that they sell that they make. Really bad. Who the fuck is the founder of Lazy Acres? I think they're I think they're it's like, it's Matt a Rayal. sister company of um Bristol Farms. Bristol Farms. It says the here that the founder is Shane Madey. Yes, come on. <laughs> I wish cuz I'd make some changes. They'd be the I'll most brilliant that. marketing strategy to just shit on this. <laughs> um so I got the green juice and mm-hmm. I I like a green juice. Yeah. I like a Do you that? or do you just tolerate it? No, I've actually speaking of acquired tastes I've really grown to like. Is it Evolution brand? Is that the popular one? Green yeah. Devotion. That's I'm not one that a big I into like the press love. juice world. It's got like a you know, it's not sweet at all. They really don't put a lot of sweetness into it. But the one I got from Lazy Acres was uh, allegedly made of a lot of the same stuff that I get in my beautiful Green Devotion. Mm. Uh, and it was. I wish I had some here. I wish I bought some to bring yeah. in for a taste test. Um, I choked it down yesterday when we were doing rehearsals. Great, oh, sounds gosh. like something. I almost enjoyable. puked my fucking guts out. Oh my god, um, it was really bad. <laughs> um, so I went back this morning. This is coming from a man who I, would l- eat off eat Soylent for like for life. You would just like not well, you don't care about flavor but Soylent that much. tastes good. But okay. I I want to go back to something Stephen said in the first time you mentioned Lazy Acres because you truly are a fascinating man. Like you you are hyper specific about things you will not put up with like a movie if it has a certain thing you're like I'm done with this film. Their coffee yeah, is good yeah, though. You walk out. And yet you return to this market every day that you clearly don't like. Coffee. Coffee good. <laughs> you just talked about also, a, okay. a green juice no, no, thing no. you almost but threw I want up to drinking. Say, here's what I'll, I'll say. Well, one, they had a sign out front that said, check back for more, which made me think, well, there's, you know, they were right about, they did, they surprised me with the tomatoes. And then you didn't buy them. <laughs> and, oh, I did find them. Oh, you bought them. You bought them. Hey. Does it have the Lazy Acres branding on that? It yeah, does. That's Lazy Acres. They have like a logo and everything. Yeah. Right. Whoa. Oh, I bought a candle from there. Nice. How is that? It's in our candle. office. What is the you hit, want to smell it? Candle you want to go get it? Well, not right now. Acres products, because right now it seems well, about fifty percent. I'll bring the candle in for the next episode. We'll smell it for the next episode. Would you say that's accurate? The hit miss ratio for Lazy Acres in terms of the things you buy from them, it seems about fifty percent of the time it's so. Good. Right now, coffee good, mm-hmm. green juice green bad. Juice bad. Mm-hmm. But the other coffee good. Oh no, other coffee other bad. bad. That's what I'm saying. We're at 50%. Almost every time you tell me a story about well, them, and it's this either good or bad. Well, and this technically isn't a good or bad, but I needed some AAA batteries there. They didn't have any. They didn't have any batteries. Yeah, you went to a grocery store. <laughs> I thought you were going to yeah. say that they were this space in between AA and AAA, but they were marketed as AAA. Didn't even fit in my remote. That's a plump one. I'm not a big fan of cherry tomatoes. Well, so have gonna, one. I'm going to respectfully decline. No, come on, man. Hey, man, we're all doing it. Solidarity. I'm not going to do them just... I hate all cherry tomatoes. You got to do it because... Yeah, uh, remember one. when Shane wouldn't uh, go bowling with you? Yeah. And you, you shamed that? him for that? <sighs> yeah. That's a little different. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I, I don't think here. it is at all. Well, that's a big one, huh? These are chunky. Let's try them. Let's go. Oh, God. This is going to be gross. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> No, that's pretty good. It's an okay taste in the middle. Not, not super flavorful. Seven out of ten. Ryan doesn't like it. I hate cherry tomatoes and tomatoes. Ugh. <laughs> but you did it. And that's the difference between Ryan and Shane right there. So part of the issue... You can Ugh. peer pressure Ryan. You can't peer pressure Shane. Oh, God. The tomatoes are bad. I, I, I think tomatoes are good on like a burger, but by themselves... Do you want not, some water to wash it down? It's not for me. No, I'm okay. I was reading on okay. their uh, reviews. Someone said their fresh baked cookies were, quote, beyond yummy. I love cookies. And I wanted to know if that was true. And then I went there to the bakery and it, they simply marketed as the cookie as if it's like renowned or something. Wow. And I'll tell you what, when they handed this to me in the bag, it was warm. Could I have Okay. Oh, it also nice. looks like one of those baseball cookies. Take a chunk. I want you know, to try You know this. from Levain where they are this like, they're, they're fat and they're, uh, they're thicker? Okay, this is not that, but. Mari it made a warm. chocolate chip cookies 
over the weekend, and they were, uh, that actually was the best cookie I've ever had. It was fucking delicious. Mari's cookie? It was so she made it from scratch. I couldn't believe it. It was oh, so good. Oh, that's that's a good chocolate chip I right think there. It's got some walnut. She's in. gotten really into baking lately. You know what? Is that good? Oh, it's soft in the middle. Good cookie. And you know, oh, that's good. gooey. It's pretty good. I could Very use. You know gooey. what? I'm, Damn. I have one critique of it, and I'm curious if Shane has the same one. Hmm? Could use a little more salt. Yeah. Mm, yeah, of course, but you know. Anyway, so that pretty decent. This coffee I went and I bought it this morning, and I was on my way in for the podcast. I give him my money for the coffee. We've done this several times now because I've gone there, and now I think they know me. Same barista. Yeah. Have they have they confronted you about talking shit about them yet? Not yet. Do they know? Um, I, I don't know if I they wonder. know. You ever worry about them? I want to say coffee? all wonderful folks there. They're still getting it together. You know, they're still getting it together. They only been open for I think three four months, but um, I. <laughs> I ordered my coffee. He said, you want it light or dark? I said, light, as always. He goes over, pours the light. Nothing comes out. He goes, huh. I'm going to go, well, I'll take dark. And he goes, no, there's no dark either. <laughs> I was like, I got a podcast to record, brother, oh. and this is going in it. <laughs> Three to four months, and they can't get coffee together. Huh? So did he brew an entirely new batch for you? Yeah, well, you had to because I paid for it. Well, hey, then, you got a new batch of coffee. It's like when you get the fries well done at In-N-Out. Oh, yeah. man. So good. I'm not the biggest fan of that. I like them normal. But you get them you fresh. Can do them well done. You can. It makes, makes them very crispy. Super. Interesting. And they're always fresh. If you're into that. Anyway, so. Um, it's like when you do the McDonald's thing. No yeah. salt fries. Well, you don't want no, no salt. You want a little salt. Well, you, oh, say, you say no salt and you salt yourself. But then that way, you know they're fresh. Interesting. Oh, interesting. Yeah. One last note about Lazy Acres. A lot of chips. More chips than I've ever seen. Like tortilla chips? Brands. Brands, oh, nice. so many chip varieties, oh. and a lot of beer. I like beer. A lot of beer, and I like you, chips. You have some chocolate chip on your finger there. Uh, your little uh, second. Here. Are you the kind of person who will tell somebody if they have like a thing on their mouth? Yeah, yeah. I tell that to Ryan all the time. Yeah, I, I tell it to him all the time. Too. <laughs> but what if it's a stranger? Yeah, I don't no, care. I don't care. I'll tell it to strangers. Like, you both said I this- don't care, but then had opposite answers. I mean, I don't care if they're I don't like care about strangers. Like, Ryan doesn't care about telling strangers. I don't care if they like are offended by that. Like, I never got why someone would be like put off or offended if you told them there was something. No, no, they would appreciate it. They, they, well, they should. Some people do get like okay. you got some shit on your face. Is yeah. that what you usually? I don't do know what the fucking shit mirror on your, your house, face, dude. You got some shit in your teeth. Um, is that is that all you have to say about Lazy Acres? You any more updates from them? For now, that's all. Well, then let's move on to another topic. But okay. Before we do that, let's hear a word from our sponsor. Ring. All right, we are back. I, I want to hear about magic because Shane, you knows this about. I love magic, sp- specifically close up card magic. I hate magic. There was what? What? Well, there was a there was a restaurant at the Hard Rock, uh, or there was a restaurant at the Hard Rock Orlando that we were at recently for a tour, and they had a a dinner that had magic attached to it, and I was so tempted to do it. We just didn't have enough time. Mm. Um, but next time I'm going to do that magic show because I fucking love magic. I just Wait. hate how deceiving it is. It was right outside the bar area where we had the cigars. Remember when we had pointed oh, to a sign? Magic and there? Yeah, it was like dinner and magic, and it had like a magician in like the you know in his funny little vest, his yeah, little yeah, Joker yeah, vest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Doing some magic. Um, I guess magic has been on my mind lately. For and there's there's a few reasons. One, we were just in Vegas. Yes. And Chris Angel got a haircut. Yeah, I saw that. He he, his hair is short. We cannot speak to the character of Chris Angel. I don't know anything about him. I've never watched his magic because I don't. I'm not down with his vibe. Yeah, um, I'm not down with a lot of magicians' vibes. If if I'm being honest, but you know, he I think became popular around 2000. When did he gain popularity? Like early 2000s, mid 2000s, somewhere around there. And he uh, was rocking sort of a Fallout Boy look that he's yeah. just kept ever since as part of his brand. That's correct. Then he got a haircut. We were in Vegas at the airport again after I was uh, peeing into those piss buckets. That's right. And I saw a big ad with him and I was like, whoa, that's Chris? I think actually you and I turned to each other at the same time. We I said, that's Chris? And we actually, I think Sarah and Mario, everyone was just like, wow, he looks good. Yeah. With short hair. He does. Yeah. I, just, I just looked it up. I also have no idea who this guy is. He's got to change his name from Mind Freak, though, if he's got the hot guy look now, though. Because, like, Mind Freak made sense when his hair looked like a mop. 
that was like all unkempt and everything. But now that he's like all put together, Mister Magic, Mister. <laughs> Yeah, you should. That's a good pitch. You could have that one for free, Chris. <laughs> Mr. Magic. Chris let's put, Angel. Let's, <laughs> let's put that on a marquee in Vegas. That'll sell. That'll sell the tickets. Uh-huh. Um. So there was that. And then the other day, uh, we had a friend in from out of town. And we, have you ever been to Wacko? No. It's a store over in um, East Hollywood. It's it's magic store. No, it's a it's like a bookstore slash magic bookstore. Oddities Tchotchke store. It's it's like a historic building. It's oh. I think it used to be a soap plant. It's a cool store. It's very yeah. cool. It's like a little a bit of L.A. history. Oh, that's cool. Um, but they had a you know those Toshin books. Is it like that building in downtown? The starts with an R. I forgot what it's called. Like the Roosevelt Building. Is that what it? It was in Five Hundred Days of Summer and and also uh, Blade, Blade Runner. Runner. No, it's not that building. It's not like that. The what is that building? The Bradbury building. The Bradbury, the Bradbury building. building. We were, we were on the right track. It's yeah. called. We were saying names. <laughs> you know what it was I, with the R? is because I was thinking of Ray Bradbury. No, Wacko mm. from the... Uh, you'll. I don't know. Maybe you'll recognize it. Uh, it it does look unique. Very. Um, oh, I know that place. Uh, That's yeah, yeah, right yeah. next to Crossroads and right across the street yes. from the Vista. Anyway, you know Toshin books? Those are those books that are hundreds of dollars because they're like beautifully published and very nicely yeah. put together. Yeah. They had a Toshin book about magic. And I was looking through it, and it was just, it had the most stunning illustrations from, like, old magic shows throughout the- Did you purchase? No, but it's on my, my wish list. Um, it's It was very cool. And I was looking through it, and uh, just at all the art, and it got me thinking about what we were talking about um, in the uh, episode about visualizing things. Mm. Um, and I it made me wonder, because I- when I was flipping through the book, I was like, I want to own this because I like all the sort of visual stimulation of all these different illustrations. Yeah. Uh, and that made me think about just like um, creativity and like feeding yourself, you know, <laughs> things you don't normally see. Yeah. Is, is that a thing you guys do? Do you like go after like visual art? I just love magic, man. <laughs> I know. We can talk about magic too. We could talk about magic too, because uh, I I want to talk about. You can't. You, one you, time you, I, I feel hoodwinked here. You 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 said your topic was magic, and then you're talking about visualization. I'm sorry. We could talk the about bait magic. And switch. I saw um uh David Copperfield once. Oh, was what was he? Was he like on the street? Uh, no, he was at a, a theater. The oh show. no, you went to go see him. Like yeah, his show. yeah, yeah. How was that? Did he make an elephant disappear? So here's what he did at the end of his show. And this had to be circa 1999. Okay, so no spoilers. Good. Okay. Um, The whole gimmick of his show, this show that we saw, and I'm specifically stating this was 1999, 2000-ish, because I wonder if maybe the bulk of the audience was not hip to uh, the things that you could do with video. I see. Because when Mm. I saw this, I had barely started using Adobe Premiere and was like, are you fucking kidding me, man? <laughs> um, at the end of the show, he was like, I'm going to teleport to Hawaii. <laughs> Yo, that's in- okay. Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then they cut to a live feed of him in Hawaii. So they, they, um, <laughs> that's so fucking funny. So they, um, at the end of the show, he's like, I can't remember how, like, what the circumstances were. He basically brought someone up on stage from the audience and was like, what's your name? And they're like, my name's Michael or whatever. And he was like, tell me a word that I, you know, I could never have possibly guessed. And he was like, uh, you know, sousaphone or something. Yeah. And he wrote it down on a piece of paper and he's like, oh. okay, now I'm going to go to Hawaii. And he was like, okay, and he's like, go sit down. Uh, and then. So David Copperfield is like, here I go. I don't remember what the effects were for how he transported. I'm sure they were incredible. I'm sure they were incredible. Uh, so he fucking going through the Bifrost. He he transports, <laughs> and then they cut to on screen a live video feed from Hawaii. And he's he like, a, here he I t- am. On the, drink? I'm on the beach, and yeah. you could tell like he was. It was the beach. There was no. There was nothing wrong there. And he was like, in here, look at this, and. The camera pans down with a very obvious cut to just the sand. Yeah. And he's holding the note on top of the, like, in front of the sand. Yeah. And he's like, there it is, Michael, sousaphone. (laughs) And then the camera panned back up another cut to him being like, there you go. (laughs) 
And then he transports back. So it was clear they just had like a sandbox backstage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's amazing. And I was like looking around at people. I was probably 10 to 14. I don't remember what year I saw it, but I was. Did you boom? Well, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? You people think this is. How are you not seeing what he's doing right now? I would have loved for just 10 year old. Are you fucking kidding me? It was so bad. Guy's a hack. It was very stupid. (laughs) Boom. Um, I think that's the most famous magician I've ever seen. I've I used to go to this show at City Walk. This is for all LA yeah, kids yeah, listening yeah. to this podcast. There was a, a show called Wizards. Whoa! And you could actually look up the commercial for it still on YouTube. I actually did this recently just for the nostalgia of it all. Yeah. And it was a magic show that was at City Walk, and they would have beakers that would have like dry ice in them, and like it was like very much made for kids. They had potions and stuff, and it was like pretty run-of-the-mill magic mm-hmm. it wasn't amazing but that was like my start of it and at disneyland they had the uh the houdini magic shop sure also in vegas those are all over the place the houdini magic shops did you ever buy those no like where you could like there was like the one that had like the fake thumb that would light up and you could use that to like make yourself look like you're holding a ball or there was one uh set that i bought that was like uh it was like floss like dental floss and like sticky putty that you could attach to a card but you could kind of make it look like a card was floating <laughs> and spinning around in you your did hand. this you i did all this these? shit i was really oh, into magic man, i want to i want to see you use a magic i well here's the thing i was talking to mari about this recently is that i am the kind of person that goes through pretty intense obsessions and phases and we mm-hmm. talked about this a little bit on the last podcast. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you know, I've gone through several things where I collected things. Like, I used to collect crystals and then, you know, rocks, rubber duckies. I was really obsessed with it. Are you point. actively preventing yourself from becoming a magic guy? Is that what you're about to say? I I, I was super into magic when I was around, like, 9 to 12 years old. I was practicing magic. This is incredibly unshocking. Yeah, I know. I, 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 surprising I, though I, I would I go to my uncle's and be like look at this card floating and then like the fucking car would go flying off and I'd be like wait a second hold on let me set that up again. <laughs> <laughs> set that up again but uh, at the time I was also binge watching and I actually am curious if you might be this seems like it might, it might be up your alley there used to be a show called Masked Magician yeah yeah Secrets Revealed it was a guy who would never have his face shown he was in this like it looked like a zebra mask he had like a striped mask on his face and the whole shtick of the show was they would show these great like tent pole magic tricks, like an elephant disappearing or like uh, being trapped in like a, a water tank. And then they would show you the trick, and then they would have this masked magician who did the trick. He would then explain how he did it. He would show all the the tricks of magicians. And I was obsessed with this show. And I also like looking back realized a lot of that too was because the the voiceover narration was super fucking funny for that show. Like it'd be like ooh. Uh, like one of them was he gets cut in half and it would show the song and then the mass magician would touch the saw and he'd go ooh like that and the announcer would go it looks like that's a saw ooh yeah that's sharp huh <laughs> that looks real and like it was very similar to the delivery of the guy who did fact or fiction when he goes Jonathan mm, Frakes not this time yeah uh, we got gotcha. you yeah yeah and this, it would be, it felt like it was the same guy I, go watch this this show it's incredible uh, but that got me really into magic. And uh, yeah, from nine to twelve, I was truly obsessed with it, and I I'm sure that all those stupid tricks are somewhere at the house. Did you ever um, use it to try to like woo? Is, yeah, woo. That's I was trying to think of the the least creepy way to say that, but yeah, woo woo a, a suitor or a partner. Doug did that in an in an episode of Doug. <laughs> no, no, you didn't. No, I kind of just wanted to know how I would do it so that I could do do it myself. I'm I'm just curious because a lot of people who do magic they say they got into it because they wanted to impress people. No, but I for just, you, you just like I just liked it. I liked the mechanics of it. I liked seeing how it worked, and I wanted to know if I could do it myself. I don't know. It was just it captured this feeling of just kind of like wonder that I similar to what filmmaking would be like. I suppose that's the thing is like magic is objectively interesting and cool. And, I love it. And, you know, it's it's creative. It's fun. It's storytelling. But I just hate the deception of it all. Um, and I, and I hate I, being deceived. Bullshit! <laughs> How did you do that? That's, that's almost, In my head, I'm like... You've hoodwinked like, me again! <laughs> and uh, it really cemented itself when uh, in 2019 I was um, at this you were there, actually. Oh, no, were you not there? It was at this, um, like, party and... Was it the BuzzFeed holiday party? No, it was a different one. And I was there with Tammy. No, you were there. I was there with Tammy. Someone made you look like a fool in we front of Tammy. Dating. I was pursuing Tammy. Yeah? Yeah. 
trying to start a conversation with her. Did a magician flirt with her? And a magician freaking shows up and steals the show. Like, you! And by the way, this magician is now my friend. We're friends now. I, I love him. His name is, his name is Kevin. And he's, he, oh, he's fantastic. He wasn't trying to woo anybody. I'm imagining he was, Steven he was doing just it for fun. He fuming, fuming like Robert Downey Jr. during that uh, hearing scene. <laughs> An Oppenheimer. <laughs> <laughs> when he's talking about the sandwiches. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, good. I was so upset because I was like, just give me like five minutes so I can talk to Tammy. What kind of tricks was he doing? Dude, he was doing some really crazy good shit. Cart- well, you were at that party, yeah, right? Yeah, it was incredible. Just like he guessed someone's tricks. like he he guessed someone's like iPhone lock password. What he did this thing where he moved like a dot from someone's hand onto a card with their name on it. Can we like, get a magician on this show, dude? Yeah, I love. Oh, come on, anytime. Can, can, can he? Yeah, of course. Oh, he he loves. Uh, he loves Watcher. We. I, I actually. Get, ha- how come I had him, get him on the? Get, yeah, I, I've wanted to do a show with this guy for a while. I had him on Disgranted. Can we get him on the podcast? Some, he taught me some magic, and he actually. Oh, he was the guy on Disgranted. Yes, and and he was also most recently on America. Got talent. He what? Oh my god! He was so freaking good. On he was on show. AGT. He was really good. He got a full green check mark from everybody. What did they Simon say? Simon said thumbs up. Yeah, the Simon. thumbs up from all. Simon of doesn't thumb up, thumbs up anything. Yeah. How do you think the magician would play on an audio format? Probably not well. <laughs> I mean, he could. Question. Okay, no, but he Mr. could. Producer. No, but he could do things where like he guesses what we're thinking because he does that that kind of stuff. He he did this trick where like he was able to suss out my childhood friend's name without me telling him. Okay, okay. That kind of freaked me out. I actually. want you to ask him so if, too much if in the he world could, of fiction for you? if he could um, <laughs> cater to the audio, <laughs> if he could cater to the audio medium, if you could ask him to, to bring a few tricks that would work on a podcast. Okay. Well, I think one of these next podcasts I'm not going to be on. So maybe I'll ask him to replace me. Oh, that'd be great. And he or, can do some magic. I mean, it would be, oh, we'd miss you, Stephen, but if I can talk to a magician... <laughs> Anytime I'm at some sort of party or social gathering and there's a magician, I just I just sit there and I watch him. For Have hours. you guys been to the Magic Castle? I've never gone. He I've actually performs the Magic Castle. He got hook up. Uh, he can. Hook you have up. to know magician. To yeah, get it's yeah. Kind of, it's kind of a club there. If you want to go, twice. he can he can take you. He can bring you in. But one time I went to like the Sunday morning one and it was like all kids magic and I was fucking pissed. I was like so stoked for some good magic and then this <laughs> oh guy like God. pulled out like a coloring book and I was like, wait a tick, what what did I just do here? I've wasted my Sunday. You know, I'm just remembering who I saw that was better than David Copperfield, the amazing Jonathan, R.I.P. Very, very funny. That's good. Oh, I saw Penn and Teller in Vegas, too. Oh, God, I'd love to see him. Did you ever watch? I meant to bring this up when you were talking about uh, The Masked Magician, who, by the way, the the whole appeal of that show, uh, when it was on, people were like, who do you think it is? Yeah, yeah. Do you think it's David Copperfield or... Another famous magician, and it was was a guy who eventually revealed himself, and he's like, "My name is Valentino." And people were like, "Who the fuck is?" Yeah, some Italian dude. He pulled the mask off. They made a whole special, but he's like, "The masked magician will finally Uh, reveal his identity." uh, Finally, reveal his identity, and he pulls his mask off, and everyone was just like, "All right." (laughs) Do those ever? Do those ever go well? Those those uh, reveals, face reveals. Yeah, I'm sure. Did you ever watch "Fool Us" with Penn and Teller? Uh, great oh, he show. Was, he was on that show. Great, great he show. Was, he was Kevin fooled them. Did he? He did. That's I think better than than uh, Mass Magician. Any other magic show? I just love it because I love Penn and Teller. Yeah, and they're good. It's cool when they figure out a trick, and when they don't figure out a trick, that's. I saw their Vegas show. It was not that good. What? Yeah, I was so shocked. I was at the Rio. I was stoked because I had like lobster buffet. Were they there. phoning it in? No, it just wasn't. It was a boring show. Really. Mm. I'm sure it's better now. Everything I've ever seen from them, I've always been like, they're doing it. If I could recommend one special in and of itself on Hulu, that's incredible. That came out. Derek Del Guardio? Derek Del Guardio. God, that shit is so good. Uh, He also plays a great uh, villain in the motion picture Kimmy. What? Yeah, he's in it. Oh, wow. Soderbergh film. That's amazing. Um, He's so good in that show. It's a one man show. It came out. Two months into the pandemic, three I, months. I want to say you were the one who told me to watch. And it. I was like, "Well, because it's it's a very much a show that's like, isn't it nice to have human connection?" Yeah, it's uh, a. I mean, that ending, I was sobbing. Yeah, it was great. It's it really so hits you. And as you read a bit more about it, you're like, "Okay, I see sort of how this worked." But when you watch it the first time, it's you're just like, it's a beautiful performance. Uh, I love it. To answer your question about the visual thing, by the way. Oh sure. Sorry, I, I hoodwinked you. Yeah, I used to well, not can't. do that, but last night I not last night, 
yeah, last night I had this realization, like, if I lose my sight, I'll never be able to see color again. Yeah. And yeah. so wow. I kind of want to actually start, like, feeding my brain these visuals because who knows how long I'll have my vision for. I think it's a fun thing to do. That's why I was I was flipping through that book. I was like, I got to buy this fucking thing. It's good. I buy it. Well, that's enough magic. Um, let's let's move on so. to Ryan's topic. But before that, a, a quick word from our sponsor. Oh, that's wonderful. Uh, Ryan, moving on to your topic. Oh, yeah. Scenes that traumatize me. I think I talked about one of these in, in Top 5 Beatdown. It was the earliest. There's a couple things as a kid that really stuck with me. One of them was, and this is so weird, I used to be really scared of body-related things when I was a child. Like, if anybody's body got disfigured, it would really freak me out. There was a Inspector scene Gadget. Spe- Inspector Gadget would freak me out, but particularly this one scene in Space Jam. Yes. There's a scene There's a scene in Space Jam where Dennis Nedry, not the guy who plays Dennis Nedry. <laughs> Wayne Knight. Wayne Knight, yeah. Uh he gets blown up like a big balloon by the monsters. <laughs> and then he uh gets sat on. No, he gets sat on first and it makes him flat like a pancake and his eyeballs are just moving and he can't move and he's like flattened on the ground. Yeah. And that would make me scream. I was like crying because I just couldn't understand it. And then they blow him up like a big balloon, and he like does like a bunch of fart circles around the arena. It was like a horror film. Scared you. Uh, it really scared me. And then another one... By the way, is that a good movie? Space Jam? Because it was good when I watched it, but I was a kid. I think it's still a it's, really fun movie. It pretty much holds up. But then Space Jam with LeBron... Sucks. That was one of the worst movies I've the ever best. seen. And that's corporate not because synergy. we're adults. It's all about... No, it's bad. It's all about corporate synergy. Though there was a really funny Wile E. Coyote mm-hmm. joke. That's the only funny thing in the movie. In, a, in that movie. The Mad yeah. Max thing. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I did enjoy seeing Pennywise just kind of floating around. It's funny. Well, but Pennywise, the the so the the funny thing about that movie that is funny, but not in a way that I think they were trying to be funny, is that the audience is filled with W like characters <laughs> who are not being played. They're just extras. Yeah. So that you've got extras dressed up as Pennywise. You've got an extra dressed up as. Danny DeVito's Penguin from Batman Returns. Pretty good. Uh, and none of them are selling it. They're all just kind of like just chatting standing with there. each other. They're just kind of standing <laughs> there. And like nudging each other. So Pennywise is just acting real casual. I love so it. So for the entire like third act of the movie, I, I was just watching the crowd. Me too. It became like a Where's Waldo <laughs> for the WB funny. universe. I didn't give a shit about the plot. Yeah. I wish though, they would if they put Pennywise on the court, I would, I would watch that. Yeah, I would watch that. I would watch Pennywise dunk. Let Pennywise play. And he could float. Let him That's cook. his whole thing, right? He floats. He could use the fucking deadlights on somebody. <laughs> yeah. On Taz. Yeah, when someone's trying to shoot a free throw. Deadlights on Taz. I don't know why they didn't see it. It's They should have made Pennywise the star. That shit kicks ass when uh, Bill Hader gets sees the deadlights in It 2. It too. It too. Not great. Not great. Not but great. some good shit in there. Remember when he's like, "Hey, you might be- oh." <laughs> <laughs> I. Uh, but I talked about this other scene on Top Five Beatdown. I'm almost positive it's the scene in a uh, magic school bus when they go to Pluto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Arnold steps out of the bus, and everyone's like, "Don't take your helmet off!" And he's like, "Fuck you!" And he takes his helmet. He doesn't. Say well, that. he doesn't say that. He, he says it in so many words. He takes the helmet <laughs> Fuck off. Fuck you, Miss Frizzle! And it, suck my balls! And then he takes the helmet off, and then he freezes and dies. Like his eyes turn red, and like okay, so he the turns way into you a de- giant crystal. You describe this like a scene out of Total Recall. It's. I but am not then alone. We pulled it up, and and I understand that as a child. I gotta see this. Just type in YouTube. Arnold dies, but okay. in actuality, and the, we I can play this, the clip. Of the I think podcast. this is fascinating because a child's mind can just contort this into something that is so horrifying. In actuality, his face just sort of turns blue and shiny. It truly fucked me up, and that's just kind of like a conduit to get to what I really want to talk to. Because last night I was having a lot of trouble sleeping, and for whatever reason. I don't know, I was like tossing and turning and the image of this scene popped in my head and it actually made it even harder to fall asleep. And then every time I closed my eyes, I kept seeing it and even talking about it now, those other two scenes I can watch now and it's fine. This face right here? That's fine. But the scene that I still, I have trouble thinking about it, even talking about it. If you've seen Starship Troopers. Oh yeah. There is a brain bug in this movie. Yeah. And the brain... It's great. It is disgusting. It's crazy how well the effects in that movie hold up. The brain bug in this movie is this giant, like, slug-like creature. It has these awful eyes. Oh! 
Yeah. And it's there's great. a scene where it takes a spike from its insides and it's just proboscis. It spears this guy's head and sucks his brains out so that he could understand what the human mind is thinking in this moment because they're in a war against these bugs. The only good bug oh, God, is a dead bug. Is. Oh! oh. <laughs> Here we I go. Can't look at it, dude. Wait, I want to see it. This is this movie. Wait, no, no, go rewind first. Okay, you gotta, okay. see, this you is want, really you gotta a... see the bug walk out in its eyes. Can you turn up that brightness a little bit? Oh god! Oh it's my gosh! Crawl. God, this movie's incredible. You also don't think it's gonna happen to this guy? Because he's kind of like a he's one of like the he's one like, of the leads. One yeah. of the leads. Wait, so he just pops in. Oh, he no. just taps in right there? That's what you think. And you're like, oh, what's he going to do? Why are they all oh, why is oh, it like here that? Here we go. You're like, hey, what's coming out of his head right it's there? so What is that? Visual. What is this possibly going to be? I love see, it. See, this oh, is God. the stuff i got to be feeding my brain before I lose my sight. Yeah, you. this is all you want to see. You're like, hey, what's going on? Well, I mean, you can put it together, right? You. Do, I just don't think you thought you it was going to be. just don't think it's going to happen. Don't do it. Well, he's baiting him. Well, he was going to do it anyway. Oh! <laughs> Sorry, Matt. Oh. <laughs> and he just sucks it all up. He's just sucking the intelligence up? Like yeah. the memories? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I got to stop and his, watching And then his face starts to it's shrivel. Now, she's watching this happen. Oh, my God, oh, dude. Dear it's, Lord. It's, and, a great, it's so good. Anyways, that movie came out in 97. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. And I watched that when I was seven years old, and it has never left my mind. I also, there's just something about big monsters with disgusting eyeballs, like that, like that, like move around. Yeah. Uh, like this happened to me when I watched the new Suicide Squad when Star. Oh, uh, that's got some it? great Starro the Destroyer. Yeah, he's he's just got disgusting. Like, yeah, there's there's they've really that movie taps into like a just a great bit of biological unease. There's mm-hmm. like slit like ventricles on Starro that are just like ugh. we're talking about the starfish guy. Yeah, yeah. it's oh, really gosh. gross. The eyeballs and that really freaked me out. There's just something about like body horror that has yeah. always disturbed me. And that Starship Trooper scene might be the scariest scene in cinema to me. I remember I really wanted to see Starship Troopers in theaters, but I was I think in fifth grade when it should came we out. should we give like baseline info of what Starship Troopers is about? It's uh, a very um, uh, satirical film about uh, humans going to war with uh, a planet full of bugs. Mm. Uh, yeah, and it's about act- fascism. It kicks ass. Yeah, it's Paul Verhoeven. Also, good to point out that it is a satirical. It it has a comedic slant to it, which is why I was so taken aback by this scene. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, so fifth grade, I didn't want to see it because I was like, oh, a satirical new spin from Paul Verhoeven. I was like, those. Well, let me see those bugs. Yeah. Um, but it was rated R, I think. So I couldn't. I couldn't really see it in theaters in fifth grade. And I remember being lined up outside school in the morning to on the blacktop to like the weekend after it came out. And uh, my my friend's little brother, uh, his name was Craig. Yeah. Uh, he somehow saw the film over the weekend. And he was like in third or fourth grade at the time. And he was like, I saw Starship, I saw Starship Troopers over the weekend. Yeah. I was like, oh man, was it good? And he's like, yeah, there's a shower scene where you see all the gazungas. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, that's not. <laughs> and I'll never forget him in his little. Yeah, he's a, he's a gazoo, gazoo. Dude, I was incredible. like, hey, man, great. <laughs> um, yeah, that movie's really good. Uh, uh, Did that scene mess with you, too? No, because I think. Uh, no, it, it didn't bother. That one doesn't bother me that much. Interesting. I. Um, I. Recent, just this week, I stumbled across. I have movie scenes locked into my brain that I've never been able to figure out what movie it is because my parents had HBO when I was younger. Yeah. So I'd often like, I was probably way too young to be watching a lot of movies, but they were on. And I was just like, what is the, f- what am I watching right now? Um, there was one I figured out this week because I, I did some searching and finally found what movie it was. Um, but it's too sad to, uh, <laughs> it's too sad and jarring to discuss. Well, but there was another movie that I still have never found, and it's 
too twisted for me to have made up about, I don't know, there were kids living somewhere and they lived next door to a man who may or may not be a serial killer. Yes. And at one point, I think he steals their parakeet and grabs it and smashes it into the side of an ice cream truck. And if you've seen that film, please let me know what it is. That also probably resonates with you because of Paco. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, of course. I didn't have Paco at that time. That was pre-Paco. Yeah. Um, But I only had Paco from uh, like seventh grade to uh, freshman year of high school. And then you had Paco. And we didn't eat Paco. Paco used to, you know, I used to make popcorn and he would wake up and go to the top of his cage and I'd so was that popcorn. why you did it so you could get like no, the residual no, no. popcorn taste um are there steven do you why, have any why? steven do you have any uh, uh film? I, the one i can think of but and the and the the key here is a scene that scared you as a kid but that still kind of gives you the willies today going back to me not being a visual person uh and i saw this in the comments of that uh nose no soap, soap apple apple episode that's what we should rename the podcast no soda no, no soap, soap apple, apple. <laughs> uh, is that visual stuff has a harder time like traumatizing people like me because we can't remember them that's pretty oh, as vividly it's kind of rad so, so if like, i got killed in front of you that wouldn't traumatize it, you. I, I just i would forget the visual of it faster if you had if you were forced to watch ryan's head get sawn off <laughs> or brain bugged by or that. brain bugged yeah no i would still feel something and i would remember the feeling that's of it. sweet that's also like i was mario <laughs> and i were watching a documentary on a on an avalanche on netflix yeah and it was it was pretty horrific but they talk about uh when there is a disaster and you in the god forbid you ever have to come in contact with like a dead body you your goal is to minimize facetime because as humans, we identify more with the face and it will stick oh, with us more. Like if you see like a foot sticking out of the snow, you're not going to be as traumatized as if you saw the face. Yeah, who cares right, if it's a foot? Right. Uh, and so that's interesting. I wonder if that would even apply to you. No, it, it does it, it, Okay, I still see things. Okay, I'm not like completely unable to do that. It's just, so the one scene that I do recall making me feel a certain way and I don't remember the movie. You guys were probably... I've talked about this before. Let's see if we can... Yeah, I'm curious. No, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's... Cinema it's sleuths. Movie detectives. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That should be the new that's podcast. The, that's yeah. the podcast. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a very famous movie where at the end of the movie, the person gets stuck in a time loop over and over and over again, and they like can't get out of it. And I just remember feeling uh-huh. like, if I get stuck in this time loop, I will... Interstellar? I don't know, but like they try to kill themselves, doesn't work. They try, you know, they did all these things, and they, and they just they're just stuck. I can't imagine it's Groundhog Day. Yeah, does that, how does it end? He gets out of the time. Oh, loop get, so th- in this movie, they do not get out of it. How old? It's a bad memory. I was a kid, teenager, probably stuck in okay. a time 90, loop. Uh, late two thousand, uh, early two thousands. Okay, I'm thinking of time loop movies. So it's I don't think you would have saw Looper, and I don't think that happens in Looper. No, no, sorry, early two thousands, maybe. But yeah, just the idea of being stuck in a time loop freaked me out. You surely haven't seen Primer. I don't even know. I don't remember. Movies. I, You know what about movies also that like... I realize this when I'm in a theater and it's so immersive, It that does freak me out because... We got to get you watching Skin of Marink. I can't... I would love to watch I, Steven It's too real for me. I don't know. What is that? Oh, you'll find out. It's just comedy. Um, I along the lines of of the Arnold clip, I I think I've shared this before. I don't know if I've done it on a, a piece of content we've made. We've made a lot. <laughs> um, there was a made-for-TV Alice in Wonderland that I watched growing up. Oh, I think shit. it was like you know when you were growing up and your parents just like recorded stuff on VHS. On VHS, like, yeah. I guess I'll watch this. 50, yeah, it would cut from like a fucking vacation trip to Hawaii, and then all of a sudden you'd be watching yeah the Shining's TV special. Right, right. Um, but it was a uh, an Alice in Wonderland, and there's a scene where she's in her house, and the Jabberwocky shows up. Ooh. And I, as a child, was like, "This is the scariest thing I've ever seen." And I eventually mm-hmm. tracked it down as an adult to be like, "How scary is this shit?" And it's pretty laughable. Um, how scary it is or how not how scary. unscary it is but it fucked with your head that's kind of uh it did the the snake in jungle book did that to me the one that would hypnotize 
And I recognize this is a podcast. Put these scenes. Well, we could put them in. You know, (laughs) we can. I think we can. Check out talking to the editor. Check out the YouTube version of this to see this uh, scene that we'll inject. So I think part of what really freaks me out about this, she's reading about the Jabberwocky. Part of what really freaks me out about this is she's in her home and her parents are like nowhere. Yeah, you know that vibe in kids' movies. Like the movie The Gate always freaked me out too because it's like when there's. Like, the parents should be there. Yeah. You shouldn't be alone in your home. Anyway, she's talking about the Jabberwocky. Where is this guy? Okay. Lights get dark. I could see why this would scare you as a kid. You know what? I guess that's kind of scary. I could see it. I don't know. It's like a blue-eyes white dragon from (laughs) Yu-Gi-Oh. Good I think part of it, too, is that he's (laughs) in. I fucking love that card. That's a great card. It's a hollow, right? I think Uh, part of it is that he's in her living room. Oh, man. He shouldn't be there. Did you play Yu-Gi-Oh? No. uh, I watched the show, but I didn't play it. I've been oh, playing the shit out of Yu-Gi-Oh. Was Yu-Gi-Oh. that cards? Yeah, but there's there was also a show. There was a blue eyes white dragon. Digimon, Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon. I did Digimon. I did. I did all of it, man. Magic the Gathering. I didn't do. I, I didn't do Beyblade though. I don't know what that is. It was the thing where you would put like a. There was like a key that you would put in like a little spinning top toy, and you would pull it like that, and it would like make it. That sounds around. sick. Uh, what does that have to do with card games? Because I was like in the same universe. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, kind of like. We'll bring it back. We'll do a Ghost Files card game at some point. Get Barbara Cadabra in there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I guess that does it for this episode of Pod Watcher. I guess thank you. Pod Watcher. <laughs> thank you guys all for listening or for watching if you're watching on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe wherever you're listening or on YouTube. Subscribe to YouTube and uh, please rate the show. Hey, we're on Apple. That's right. On Spotify or Apple well, or wherever I, you get your my, podcast. Is a reference to the. Apple oh, nose. Oh, I see. Very good. We're on nose. We're on soap. Subscribe. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but uh you know, I guess we'll see you guys next time. <laughs> <laughs>